0: Life is I'm a black man trying not to get
1: caught. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw. You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost. I'm just trying to
0: solve the puzzle like a jigsaw, jigsaw. Keeping your head above water, okay. <laughs> making a way when you
1: can. Temporary layoffs, good times. Easy credit rip
2: Good times. Scratching that up Good times. Hanging in a childlike. Good times.
1: Ain't we lucky we got them. boom, 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 boom. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome, welcome! Come in, come on over to my place. Welcome to another (laughs) episode of of the Jigsaw Podcast. I am in great spirits. My name is James Evans.
2: (laughs) My name is uh, um, Michael Evans.
1: And we are the hostess with the mostesses, the niggas that you love to listen to every Thursday. We are, we listen, we're here for another episode of the Jetsaw Podcast where we talk about how we navigate this crazy life as a black millennial man, and we talk about all the things. But particularly, we talk about the perils, mm-hmm. the praises, uh-huh. the productivity, and the pompous circumstance of being black men in the world. Brother, how are you today?
2: It is a great day to be black. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited about this episode, which we're going to get oh, into yes. later, but I'm excited. Oh, yes. oh yes. <laughs> I'm excited. Nice. I'm excited about this episode. Um, I think it's going to be a great time. Man, um, yeah, what's up with you? Nothing much, man. Just good to be here. I am free. Free from the plantation. I'm free. free from tyranny. Praise the Lord. I'm free. No longer bound. No longer bound. Longer <laughs> bound. No, no more, more chains holding me. Yeah, my soul is resting. And what is it, Brian? It's such a blessing! Praise, Praise the Lord! The Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! I'm free. That, that oh, Josh yes. spirit did not jump for me tonight. That singing spirit,
1: Let's, that's all <laughs> right. Let it bless you. And it bless you. This is Black uh, Black Music History Month, mm-hmm. so we're gonna be celebrating music all month. We, are. And we got I'm we got a we got a treat for y'all this month. We are gonna start off right tonight, uh, Brian. I saw that. Um, speaking of treats, you went back into the house of the Lord. You went back into the tabernacle. We right?
2: I went. I went. I was glad when they said unto me, Ooh, let, let, us us go. Go. <laughs> "Let us go. Let us go." Into the Ay-va-ha. house. Of- <laughs> Interpretations, sir. <laughs> Interpretation.
1: <laughs> That'll turn to a whole life.
2: <laughs> um, Yeah, I was glad when they said to me, "Let's go back to the house of the Lord." Uh, it was great. Um, just being at did church. You dance? Again. I did not dance. Um, but it was my first time being there, where Brooklyn was like of age to really just like walk around and just not mm-hmm. sit still. So that was interesting um moment because she wanted to Mm -hmm. walk around the sanctuary and throw her toys so she have a reason to go walk around and then she wants to wave at everybody she's a covid baby so you know being in front of people in a crowd of people she's like you know and i think she's an extrovert too so she wants to (laughs) wave at folks and talk to people and all the things um so but it was good though we had a great time
1: that's good. Go- I'm glad. I was. I was still at virtual church. Oh, you, when y'all going back? I don't know. I was in Kentucky this past Sunday. Oh, you wedding. were
2: at the wedding. How was the wedding?
1: It was a great wedding. Um, Chris is going to be mad when I say this, but their reception rivaled the Moors. Really? I won't say that it was better, but we had a really good time, and I think it was a combination of the groom was a Kappa, the wife, uh, the bride was a Delta. <laughs> Um, there was a lot of, he went to Morehouse, so there was a lot of Spelman Morehouse love there, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of millennials. And then on top of like, kind of like what you said about Brooklyn, mm-hmm. it was like the first co- pre-post, well, I ain't going to say post-COVID, but you know, mm-hmm. post like lockdown, Where even the DJ said it was his first reception since COVID. And wow. when I tell you that brother kept that dance floor rocking the entire, I'm sure there was like literally no slow moments.
2: Yeah. I saw you so it was a really Jesus. good
1: time. Listen, I gave him... I gave, I dusted my shoulders off a tad. And um but no, it was good. It was it was a really good time. And I think the combination of all those things made it a great time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um doing 6 hours back and forth or so 12 hours and 48 12 hours of driving and 48 hours mm-hmm. was Whew, that was a beast. I'm but sure. beyond that, man, it was it was it was good. It was good. I had a good weekend. Um did you do anything for Memorial Day? It's cook it's officially cookout season. Memorial Day in my opinion starts cookout season. Yeah,
2: and we didn't cook out. We really just stayed home and uh cleaned up a little bit, did some things around the house, but we didn't cook out. Um I don't remember what we ate. Oh, we ate like some salmon or something like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah but we didn't cook out. Uh we stayed at the house, just chilled. Okay. Um But it's definitely cookout season, so we will be cooking out pretty soon. And the weather... Actually, they think we probably should have cooked out because the weather was like... It was nice. Real nice. Um, So I'm kind of sad that we did not cook out.
1: Whenever y'all cook out, I'm coming like Bobby Brown. Shirt open, gold necklace
2: on. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
2: just so just so you know. <laughs> I think I'm going to say, well, pat on your nose. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, no. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't do that booger, sugar. You don't do I'm that white sanctified. girl? You don't do that white girl? I'm, I'm sanctified. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. All right. So happy uh, Black Music History Month. Mm-hmm. And, you know... We'll get into what it is about. We'll get into what tonight's episode is about. But I do have a song of the week to start us off. Okay. Um, I think it's in theme. And um, I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to give the people a preview to what's coming. If this is on your list, Brian, eliminate it now because I'm about to sing okay. it. Okay. Or you can still play it. Okay. You can still play it. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me let me do this. I'm going to give you a hint. Let's we'll do this. Okay. So this artist is eccentric. Um, she's known for some of her occult classic songs that's just able to kind of take you away and create a vibe. I I Erica, about Erica Badu, come on. I didn't even have to get to the um to the panty incense. I was going there next. So <clears throat> ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my, my. That's a good one. I'm feeling high. My money's gone. Mm -hmm. I'm all alone. Too much to see. Mm -mm. The world keeps
0: turning. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a day. What a Mm -hmm. day. What a
1: day. Peace and blessings manifests with every lesson learned. Mm -hmm. If knowledge were your wealth, then. It will be well earned okay. if we were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, on and on and on and on. My that keeps mm-hmm. moving like a rolling mm-hmm. stone. Snow. <laughs> that is Erica Badu. Erica with a Y. Uh, on and on from the Baduism album, by far one of her. Greatest pieces of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is the song of the week. So, Brian, without any further ado, if you are ready to get into because I'm trying to preserve my voice, we got so much more to get through. So much. So much more to get through. You ready to get into the blessed right. boy? I'm ready. Let's go talk about some black X alongs.
2: Let's do it. All right, we are here at the Bless Up Report where we shout out black people doing great black things. So we are excited because black people are doing great things all the time. 366 8 black people are making history every single day. Um so this right. week we have the Bless Up Report. We have Jeremiah Prop Rocky. Um you probably never heard that name before, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Jeremiah Prop Rocky. He is the Chicago Cubs first black PA announcer. Let's give you a quick background on uh Jerry, I'm gonna call him Jerry. According Jerry. to Because of Them Week, because of them we can, 21 year old Jeremiah is a lifelong Chicago Cubs fan whose mother, Barbara, good strong <laughs> that, black name. Like, <laughs> you got a black name?
1: What's your mama's name? Barbara. Barbara, this is Shirley. <laughs>
2: um, Barbara actually worked as a parking attendant for the Cubs games during the 90s. Uh, now he is making history as the first black person to hold the title in the organization's history. The MLB reports. So excited about that. Jeremy, uh, Jerry, that is, uh, graduated from Chicago International Charter School and Northtown Academy before attending college at the University of Illinois Chicago. During his tenure in school, he began his career as an announcer overseeing PA duties for the school's sports team. Uh, he said, being the first African-American PA in Cubs history, is definitely means a lot. How um, I hope that it inspires other African-American boys and girls out there that are interested in broadcasting to understand that opportunities are available to you if you keep going and to never stop and to never let anything discourage you from pursuing opportunities jeremiah says i'm excited about that bless up to jeremiah for being the first pa announcer uh, for the cubs and this is just to kind of get on the soapbox this stuff like this is dope because there are black kids out there that don't know certain jobs exist right mm-hmm. so it, mm-hmm. this is where representation really matters and when black folks are first in certain places and doing certain things um that most like i never in my life say you know what, i want to be a pa announcer you know what i'm saying but i didn't even think that was something you could do you know so it's great right. to see black folks being in spaces where are you know normally occupied by uh, other faces so it's great uh for jeremiah for being the first uh, Chicago Cubs' uh, black PA announcer. Uh, so bless up to you and keep doing what you do. Uh, we are excited and we love to see it. Joshua, do love to you see it. have something in the billboard? Yes.
1: And the first thing we have is that God has stayed the hand of death again.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know of anybody as of right now. Mm-hmm. None of our icons have left up on out of here. So we go going to give God some glory. Hallelujah. He's a wonder
2: of my soul. We're gonna give him. we going give him glory. EBB I shine him up.
1: Yeah, Mary McCracken, for <laughs> keeping our people. Keeping our people. So, um. Let's just jump right into the billboard. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do this often, but this time a white woman did something pretty good. Okay. Vanessa Carlton tells <laughs> the other white girls to sit down. Her song, A Thousand Miles, that singer spoke up in defense of young rapper, um, Younging Ace. I don't know Younging Ace. After sure, no, he sampled her hit song, A Thousand Miles, <laughs> Vanessa's Mm-hmm. Vanessa's fans have had their panties all in their cracks since the sample word was released. <laughs> they believe this. They they believe Younging's um, single "Who I Smoke" is an inappropriate collaboration to um, the singer's original song. But Vanessa responded with these words. She said to the white folks who have expressed anger, shock. Um, over my approval of a thousand miles usage in sniper bins, Whoopa with the chopper, young and ace and fast money goons <laughs> on who I smoke. I invite you to ask yourself why you feel this way and then read this Carlton wrote on Twitter before sharing an article. Entitled Sheercropping Blackness," white supremacy, and the hyper consumption of black popular culture. I mean, she came with the receipts, didn't she come you with it? The this white girl reads. did not come to play. Uh, so the original song that Vanessa wrote is about a crush that she had in Juilliard on another Juilliard student. Where as Youngin' Ace song is about well, giving people the smoke. Um, Youngin' and Vanessa clearly have each other's back. As Youngin' Ace born Kenyatta Buller, come on, Kenyatta. <laughs> I've uh, responded to the singer standing in solidarity with her as hero in his tweet. I got you number four ever so shout out to vanessa doing what a whole lot of white women don't have the audacity to do and that is call out whiteness and privilege um so we love to see it we love to see real allyship out here so hopefully you don't disappoint us sometime in the future speaking of other types of white women though who do some of the terrible things uh the police was called on a black woman because she was too loud on the phone diamond robinson was fine brother 385 whole American dollars for talking too loudly on her cell phone outside of her own house in her own neighborhood. And she said that she believes that it was racially targeted by her white neighbor mm-hmm. in East Point, Michigan. The neighbor, a white woman, a Karen of sorts, who recently moved into the neighborhood, told Robinson to lower her voice as she was talking on the phone while walking up and down the street near her home. And the white woman then calls the police and diamonds, wow. bro, she got a ticket for being in a public nuisance. Wow for being on her phone in front of her home because some white woman thought that she should have lowered her voice. Wow. Did this really happen?
2: Whew. It's America. Of course it happened.
1: I, I, I'm really trying to fathom in the the ways in which I would have responded. I would have I at the end of going to jail for something far greater mm-hmm. than being a public nuisance if I found out this white woman caught the police on me for talking too loud on the phone. Oh, I would be because calling the police on for
2: everything. I hear, if I hear a, oh, a, a, a pin drop at that at white woman's right. house. A public Public nuisance. Public nuisance.
1: Public and so She
2: loud. Take energy.
1: I hear I I, I hear them raisins rattling in the kitchen, going into potato. It's loud.
2: <laughs> I'll be calling all kind of uh, I'll be calling uh, mm-hmm. abuse threats. I call all kind of things. Her all husband beating I, her.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hear that cat tiptoeing on her counters about her food. She loud. She loud. Like everything too loud. I I just I, I only reason why I brought it up is because in the midst of like everything that we are going through in this world, bro. Are you 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 got to be kidding me to for us to believe that this was worth the time. Right? right? To take out like why was this even worth this? And then the police actually came out and gave this woman a ticket.
2: Right? Like, like they
1: actually did it.
2: Right. Like
1: what kind of clout chasers are y'all?
2: Right. And 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 how long was that conversation? Like the, the cop could easily be like, "Hey, you know, you didn't be calling the police on you for talking out, out loud right. just coming by." You know, yeah, just coming by, just coming by, and then go home. Like y'all, rock, go y'all home. really wrote really a for that.
1: Yeah, really. And this woman we got paid three hundred. I'm on four hundred dollars because she was talking outside. You know how many times black folks went outside and talked so they can so they so they can get loud, right? So that's why we go outside. <laughs>
2: Because you got kids in the Jesus.
1: house. Jesus. Mark, we got kids in the house. We got stuff going on. I'm going to go outside so I can. You know, so you don't know who she had to cuss out. You don't know what she had to do. Right. She probably, had to talk to, she probably had to talk to somebody, the manager. Because while the cameras call the manager at the restaurant, we will speak to. we on the phone with customer like Navian. be like, I'm Navian. I'm calling to see what I can work out. And the people on Navian's side be like, I do know what we can do. Be like, let me sit to your manager. <laughs> let me talk to somebody. But that's when we call the manager. Manager. Because, Right when you can't do what you need to do, that's what we call the man. We need to speak to you, and then when that manager can't do that, let's speak to your man. Always at the top. We go, we go until we get to we go until we get to Jeff Bezos, because <laughs> we want the things accomplished. And I, right. I imagine diamonds out there handling her business, and this little white woman was out here just uh doing what white women do. <sighs> Take a note out of Vanessa Carter's book, right? Okay, Please okay. Do. All right, all right, all right. So. Going to the opposite side of the spectrum, let's talk about Amazing Black Woman. Mm -hmm. What's the 411 on my life? We're going to find it because Mary J. Blige is getting a documentary about her iconic album, My Life. It hits the screens on June 25th. The film is set to air, the documentary rather, it's set to air on Amazon Prime, and it's going to document the making of her album, My Life. Brian, how do you feel about the documentary being about my life and not what's the 411?
2: I think it just makes sense that... uh... The, the title it's just first off the title um uh, mm-hmm. even though we want to know the 411 on her life uh
1: we do i want to see which she did she date casey oh, yes yes i gotta see we got we need to know those things uh, we,
2: all the drug and alcohol abuse <laughs> nights um i, I probably because you know they probably want to use the song my life as like the title for sure. the documentary um, but but the
1: documentary, I'm, I think is, but I think it's specifically, if I read it correctly, is talking about the making of that album.
2: Oh, because oh, she considered it one said. of her
1: most iconic albums. Yeah,
2: got it. Okay, okay, that makes sense. In that case, I probably would have preferred it to be four one one because that's when yeah. she was with like Andre Harrell and Diddy and, mm-hmm. and the It wasn't
1: four one one her her debut album. I think so. Yeah.
2: I think my life was was probably her like essential album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. I would have preferred to see what was behind the scenes of her like uptown days. Like and I mm-hmm. was my life on uptown. Let's see. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go to our um
2: our uh our helper that, uh, let's go to our Googles. Our assistant that works for the show, aka Google. Aka Google slash Siri. Right. My life, Mary J.
0: My life, my life, my life, my life, my and the life. sunshine.
2: Bump it up, bump it up. You know that's not the same song, but you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: My life. It Get was uptown. Oh,
1: uptown. oh, uptown. Yep, she was on
2: uptown. uptown. <clears throat> look at you, look at you, Brian. Knowing the things. Be happy. I'm going down. You bring me joy. I'm look at the, the track listing. That was she did a whole bunch uh, of samples. Yeah. Uh,
1: she did a whole um, bunch of remakes.
2: <laughs> yeah, she did.
1: Okay. Well, it's happening. And are you excited to watch it? Are you going to watch
2: it? Oh uh, yeah. I love Mary J Blash. And I've Yes, we love Mary Overview. Now that we just mentioned her, I'm kind of thinking about later on in the show that I just never mind. Um <laughs> 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 Mary J is is an icon. There's no one like Mary mm-hmm. J. Blash. I think she is one of the GOATs because she created her own lane and there's no one that can say they are like Mary J. Blige, like yeah. You know,
1: there's like, no one doing like hip hop R and B singing stuff. Like she's that person. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like what Ty Dollar Sign is today. I could she's see. Not her. Ty Dollar Sign is kind of like you know he's not a rapper, and it's not like traditional R and B. It's kind of like this mm-hmm. hip hop fuse. That's what I mean. Mary J gave us R and B ballads and stuff, but she was really kind of like a infusion of like. The merging of the two between the hip hop and the and the R and B world, like she really, yeah, yeah, balanced that out with her music.
2: The thing about Mary J. Like niggas loved her, women loved her. It was just mm-hmm. another thing. Like she she was able to cross over because she was hood, um, and she was true to herself, but she had the hip hop sound, but it was R and B, and I think mm-hmm. she kind of was like the first of that hip hop. And like, if it wasn't for Mary J., there wouldn't be like Jodeci and the. Um, jagged Edges and all those people that came after who was like Thug and B kind of situation, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the Bryson Tillers, the Trap Souls stuff. Yeah, like Mary Jack mm-hmm. Blige was like the the biggest artist. Um, the innovator. Yeah, the, the The emancipator. The, emancipator. <laughs> the architect.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we're going to all be watching when it drops out later this month. We're going to come back here and report on it. Um, women in bonnets have been something that's been taking the internet by storm. Mm-hmm. More specifically, Monique delivered a heartfelt message, at least she thought it was heartfelt anyway, telling women to stop wearing their bonnets in public, bride She mm-hmm. went on to say that you need to stop wearing your fuzzy and flip-flops and your pajamas and your hair wraps and everything else because you are a queen. Blah diddy, blah diddy, blah blah. Hotep, hotep, hotel. <laughs> what do what what how do you feel about how would you feel if you and Laura went to the airport and she had on a bonnet?
2: Um, I wouldn't, I, I, per, my personal preferences, I wouldn't want Lauren to walk through the airport of Bono. No. Um, and okay, and I wouldn't walk through the airport with a, with a do rag on. Like it's just okay. certain things I just feel like are intended for the house. However, we don't, I've seen both sides of this argument in terms of people saying, well, I don't want to mess my hair up and I may be traveling last minute and I may have right. a flight. Um, and you, you don't know, how, you know, you don't know how much money I got. You know, I, I know all the arguments. Of course, I, my thing is like, do what you feel is best for you because it's just your business, your lifestyle. Personal preference, I I'm, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. And,
1: and and why is it so hard for us to say that? It's my preference and not trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, project all of the things on all of the people. Right. Like, to, to your point, like, I don't know that my wife would ever wear a bunny to the airport or in public or anything like that. But if I saw somebody who did, now I will say, when I did I did, I did go fly down to the Minnesota via the spirit. Mm-hmm. And ninety percent of the women on that spirit flight had on a bonnet. And that was and middle I, of the day.
2: Know, and that was it wasn't a red eye. People. It wasn't a morning. It was a middle of the day.
1: It was 12 noon, high noon, the Lord's time. <laughs> um, so you know, I I I I get some of the arguments where it can, you know, look a certain way. But on the flip side, it's almost like but so what? You are legit about to get on a plane and go to sleep. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Man. I'm 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 conflicted. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't. I think I'll feel a more way like when I see them in like Walmart and the Targets, and you just like living life all day with your bunnet on. Like at some point, sis, take it off. Any but to, but to your point, bro. Like we can't have these arguments if we're not gonna talk about
2: guys want to do regs everywhere. Yeah, like there's there's certain things and. and I, and, and, and let me, let me mind you, I've worn a do rag before in public and I'm sure, pretty sure I wanted to, when I was younger, in my younger days, I've worn a do rag in public and Me sure too. I'm playing my, I've worn what as an adult in public. Yeah. And even my, um, and even I've worn flip flops and I've dressed bummy on a plane. Cause I was like, I'm on a plane. But then like as older mm-hmm. I've get, gotten, I've dressed a little more mature, I would say. I'm um, black for a better word, um, when I travel these days.
1: I mean with the thing about even with a do-rag, like if you know you're trying to get them waves, I know with me, my do-rag ain't coming off till I get to my location. Yeah. So if I got so if I gotta stop in Walgreens real quick, yeah, you're getting this do-rag. And I used to I just it's just what it is. And
2: I used to wear the do-rag, but I would like put a hat on, on top of it. So then the hat mm-hmm. was like the thing um that yeah. people saw. But again, like my thing, is, it, but and then I guess the other thing people could say, well, there's alternatives to, to bonnets. You can wear a headscarf. You can wear, not a headscarf, but like a head wrap, like a fashionable head wrap. Um, but again, my bottom line is, like, it, that's your preference, right? Whatever. As your, and it's your and business. It's your business. If you want to do that, like I said, do what you want to you, do. I wouldn't do it. You know, I'm pretty sure Lauren wouldn't do it. Um, but if you want to do it, tall, you know, do what do you do want what to do. Do, do. do what you want to do. It's your thing. Don't, don't, don't. Do what
1: you want to do. I can't can't tell tell you Mm -hmm. who to sock it to. All right. Last story here on the billboard is everybody. Speaking of airports, people are waxed and vaxxed. And the EEOC is making sure that companies can rely on you all to stay that way. They said that legally, companies can require people to take the COVID-19 vaccine. They can also offer other incentives, uh, such as cash. Uh, for those who decide to take the vaccine. However, the EEOC determined, that is the um, Equally Important Opportunity Commission, um, they determined that companies cannot use a, um, coercive things to get people to uh, to take it. Now, Brian, I, I kind of got lost when I read that because mm-hmm. they said I could use cash to convince folks, mm-hmm. but I can't be coercive in my attempts to get them to take it. Mm-hmm. I, last time I checked, that seemed like that was coercion. but Yes. Um, Maybe my definitions are wrong. Lastly, the EEOC said that they are finalizing the guidelines and will continue to update their website with helpful information. Brian, I know that you are a double shot shouting, but let's say that you were not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If Prime America said you you at risk of losing your job of getting this until you get the vaccine, would you break down and get it? If 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 you're more if you like you were like gung ho against it.
2: it, it just depends on what like my reasoning for it. If I'm like you know super like no I'm not gonna do that. Like, my current salary, <laughs> mm-hmm. I get that job. If I'm working at McDonald's or something like that, I'm not, no disrespecting nobody working at McDonald's. I'm not saying that I do, if you do honest days work, that is honorable. Um, but, like, if I had, like, a low-paying job, like, so i find another job. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And then my current role, based on my role now, like, it make, would make sense for them to be like, hey, Brian, I would love for you to get the vaccine because of what you do. You travel a lot. You're in different places, different base mm-hmm. shops, different offices, and we want to make sure that you're not the person out there getting other folks sick. So, or you're getting sick yourself, right? You know, because the company wants to protect you in, in this situation. I probably right. do it, but then again, like my mindset toward what the vaccine was, um, let's get it. Because I got a family member, I got grandmas, I got kids, I I, I got a love. And you got like
1: people, that. you got things to do. Yeah.
2: So I was I was to take it, and all, that argument of I don't know what's in it, I don't know what's in it, all the things that I. I don't know what's in the Cheerios. It's in my cabinet right now. What we
1: tell people about this vaccine a couple of about a month or so ago. If you eat booty,
2: you can survive. If you eat booty, <laughs>
1: booty, if you eating booty, if you put in your tongue or somebody else's booty hole, <laughs> you're gonna survive this vaccine. I'm telling you that shot ain't gonna do nothing worse than these nasty rectums y'all eating out.
2: It's not. Not a thing.
1: Because some of y'all are dealing with partners who don't wash well <laughs> and clean well. They're not wiping their butts into the tissue is clear. Right, you get them little No, uh, they're not flakes. using no flush of wipes. Yeah, they got crustables in their drawers. <laughs>
2: And you up here eating booty. Eating booty. Nasty self.
1: <laughs> anyway, Brian, you ready to get into this uh, to this living room conversation?
2: Uh, I'm ready. Be ready. ready Be ready. ready. <laughs>
1: Be ready. Be ready. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> grab your drinks. Grab your snacks. Head on down. Kick off shoes and relax your feet. on down with the GXR podcast. Just kicking. We're even to go. Let's go. Let's go. Alrighty, good people. Welcome on down to the living room. Come on over to my, my place. place. <laughs> we are here and it is um uh, Black Music History Month. Brian is over there going through I am. Because, <laughs> because today's conversation. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of producing tonight's show. And, you know, we we, you know, in, in a part of Black Music History Month, we decided we were going to talk about several different genres over the month, explore the depths of the genres, talk about some of our favorite things. This is gonna be a really fun month. Um, if anything, you know, big happens, we'll try to cover it in the billboard. Mm-hmm. But as far as our living room conversation for this month, we're going to really Mm -hmm. tackle music and think through what that means for our lives and create these soundtracks. Um, So we're going to do some preliminary conversation. Mm -hmm. But after we do some preliminary conversation, ask a few questions, talk about a few things, think about a few things. Brian and I are going to go head to head in a verse. We are. The GXL verses, and it's going to be all R&B. We will give you a little bit more of um, details as we introduce each one, but Before we get into the super, super fun stuff, that's what Brian is over there stressing Stressing. about, because you know, I put some pretty strict parameters around the things to make sure we're not here for four hours, because we know how the girls like to do down to the verses. They like to be at the verses for eight hours, and Brian and I do not have the capacity for eight-hour time commitments. We don't. So that being said, understood and accepted, let's jump into the, the, the beginning part of this conversation. Brian. Yes. I've asked you this in the past. I'm going to ask you now because I think it's a still relevant question. What are your thoughts about the current state of rhythm and the blues?
2: Uh, I think it's good. Uh, we still okay. have some great people out there. I think last time I was a little disappointed in in um, uh, in um the state of R&B, but I think after the, the episode that we talked about R&B, I kind of went back and listened to some of our current folks, and I think we're in a good place, man. Uh, yeah. We got – I think uh, my favorite person right now is her – and who mm. is better than her at this moment? Um, Silk Sonic is out right now. Their R and B group, um, and with one single, and we're tired. One single, and we're ready to let, close close the door. <laughs> close the close the door. <laughs> they put out three different versions of of the same song. Um, Listen. So shout out PJ. Morgan. I was about to say that, but I don't want that's, that's your boy. I don't want to say that. Uh, <laughs> I love PJ, but he does that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. I think we're in a good place, man. We got Lucky Day. We got some new name folks that are just ooh, Lucky Day. I like Lucky. Pretty Day. good. Uh, uh, Dev is it Davion? What is his name? Um, Givion. Givion. That did I, did I pronounce it correctly. I think I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good. And I
1: like the vision too. They're good.
2: They're like, I was I was sleeping on the young youngsters, mm-hmm. and I went back and I listened to it, and I I think music feels good again. Like it is. Mm-hmm you don't, it's just not good sounding it like feels good. you can like turn it on and it just does yeah. all the things um so I, i'm excited i like i like army like right now what about you i do too and i think to your point i think we're evolving past just the sex
1: cuz for a while you yeah. got real sex heavy yeah shut out to chris uh, brown everything shout out to chris brown and Trey songs and all that like cuz for a while it was all i'm gonna pull it out i'm gonna get you wet i'm gonna lick all you i'm gonna flip you I'm gonna do this all night. Spitting, Most of y'all ain't lasting more out. than <laughs> right twenty minutes. No way. So, um, but yeah, so I, I enjoy where R&B is now. I think R&B is making a resurgence. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we'll ever have '90s R&B again. Nah. But I do think for what is happening today, we got some really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Some stuff that will go down as classics, as timeless pieces. We'll be seeing these people honored at the BET Awards at some point. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Or we'll see these people honoring... Other, that's going to be the other thing. Now, one thing I will say, that some of these artists of today are not the best vocalists. Mm-hmm. So, like, when Beyonce gets her time to be honored, who's going
2: to sing? But, okay, but here goes the thing, though. And this mic, guy might get the shoes thrown at me. Beyonce be really careful. ain't, like... she's She can sing, but she's not really, like, the vocalist. So it may be the... Um, I think that it's kind of like... It, this is, i don't want to use this comparison, but I'm using this comparison because I got to use it. Like uh, you know, like Janet Jackson was like dance heavy. Mm-hmm. Be, I, I think it's going to have to be a great entertainer and like a decent singer that's going to be able to do the Beyonce stuff because Beyonce is is even though she's a, a singer, she's more of an entertainer on top of her 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 singing. I'll give you that in part.
1: We not we not. Well, this is an R&B episode.
2: <laughs> Beyonce is a vocalist. She's not
1: Fantasia. She's not. Jennifer Hudson and all the other stuff that we love. Like. First of all, Jennifer Hudson's just loud. Oh, I do like Jennifer sometimes. Hudson.
2: Jennifer Hudson can go somewhere. Other than the uh, the Aretha Franklin movie, which I'm looking forward to seeing. <laughs> other than that, like, you can go somewhere, sister.
1: Yeah. You know, so like Kiki Wai, like all of them from a soul point of view will out sing Beyonce. But to, but there are people who genuinely say that the woman can't sing. Oh, that's true. There are stupid. women who that's say foolish. that they don't enjoy it. Like, if nothing else, Dream Girls prove that the girl –
2: Vocally Listen
1: Like I think she showed her Like listen listen, and like, She a has vocal. other songs But listen She gave you vocal She was like listen, yes. I'm gonna get in the studio To t- show y'all yeah. That I can sing she, And she does the same thing And she and the other thing I guess She sounds the same live Like She does She ain't giving y'all A lot of You know what I'm saying Autotones So I say When I ask the question Who's gonna sing It's not something like, I, I get your point It's where I definitely agree with you I get your point to where As long as you got A decent entertainer It's gonna be good But my thing is like Thinking about the artists, like, Lunny ain't going to be able to give us a Beyoncé vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just not, you know what I'm saying? And whatever new little girl that may come out in the next year or two, unless she's just some beast. Other than Chloe and Helly.
2: That's it. That's
1: all I can say. Uh, and they low-key sound like Beyoncé. because yeah, they're, they, they're hampered. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I, th- I think there are some people out there, but I just, I'm just i just thinking about it. But even, like, beyond Beyoncé, bro, like, to me, Fantasia has built the kind of catalog to where, She's gonna get honored at some point. Who finna sing Fantasia songs
2: other than Jasmine Sullivan? Like <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: gonna, they gonna, they're gonna, they gonna have to give her her peers. Kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Kiara like, might have to do you it know, when they be bringing. Yeah, when they be bringing out like Yolanda Adams mm-hmm. doing tributes, like people who are in the same age bracket. Yep. Because you ain't gonna be able to bring no new school people to sing no B, no Fantasia right. songs. And,
2: and people just like. Are there any vocalists right now? Like folk that just flat foot and just sing. Other than Jasmine Sullivan, I don't know. Right. Ari Lennox is a singer, but I don't know if she does like Ari
1: Lennox got that. She kinda, I mean, and this again,
2: people may kill me for this. She got that Erica Badu. Like I'm just melodic, like Erica Badu don't yeah. mean like Erica Badu. Erica Badu. To, I think Erica Badu is, is my favorite. I'm I'm, I'm prefacing this by saying she's my favorite uh female R and B singer. Like if I had to choose one woman's catalog for the rest of my life to listen, to, it would be Erica Badu. But
1: Okay, you're talking about catalog. I'm talking about vocals. And Erica doesn't give us vocals. She don't like no, that. she
2: don't give us she doesn't give us yeah. no no cra- she doesn't give us no ballads. Like
1: and, and that's what I'm saying about Ari. Like Ari can sing, but she got that same kind of they mm-hmm. actually really sound a lot alike too. Um so like like Ari can sing, but Ari ain't finna like Arby's not gonna sing anything that's gonna make me stand up and want to throw my, oh yeah, like shoe at the TV. Nah. You know what I'm saying? She has great music. She can she can sing, but it's nothing like just vocally that's gonna like captivate me to the place of like oh my god. I got chills and this isn't even gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, But to your point, yes, I do think RB is in a great place. I think that um, we're going to continue to see the emergence of more artists like division. Mm -hmm. We're going to see people like the Sam Henshaws arrive out of the UK. Shout out to you not giving us an album yet. Um, And things like that. And I think we're going to keep, you know, seeing this evolution um, to continue to happen. So, um, I'm, I'm gonna skip the next question because we kind of answered that in terms of how we think it will evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, ask you this, Brian. It's gonna be hard, and I think I know your answer, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Your favorite era of R&B music? Uh, n-
2: uh just say the '90s. I know you want to say it's, it. it's the '90s, but it's kind of it's weird because when I was doing my research <laughs> for this evening, it's, okay, it's weird because, like I said, it's really if I were to say it'd be like the late '90s early 2000s um because that's when like i'll go from 95 to 2005 that's probably my favorite era um but if i had to like weigh the scales it probably maybe the 90s but if i were to pick like a 10 10 10 year period 95 because that's like when brown sugar came out that's when Badu came out that's when Mm. um um uh, lauren hill came out like that was a a moment um yeah
1: <clears throat> back to back to back bro
2: yeah so and music soul Tribe came out so all my favorite artists came out from like 95 to like 2005 they had like some major hits um yeah. music soul Tribe, best six album run in the history of of music oh of, yeah the history of r&b um, specifically yeah d'angelo you know he had brown sugar voodoo um erica badu she may have the best album run and in terms of a woman um again she's my, that's a lady best catalog. Erica Brothers is my favorite, so I'll say ninety five to two thousand five
1: best mm. era to
2: me. Um, if I can only use nineties or the 2000s, i thousand, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nineties. Go nineties over two thousands. Yep. <clears throat> that's that's, so that's it's tough hard. though.
1: It's hard for me because I really I, I think I told you my dad was a big Prince fan. Mm. Um, so a lot of that era of music, Prince, got banned Guy. Band, guy All of that influence, like, how I listen cameo. Mm -hmm. So the 80s has a really... That new Jack swing. That kind of new, new, like, almost that kind of urban funk Mm -hmm. type. Like, that's the thing that kind of really influenced my listening taste in terms of, like, old school music and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of... It's hard for me because I enjoy the 90s. and the 90s, more so, like you said, what I grew up on, what I I can remember... I was you know, fifth grade, sixth grade, you know, whatever, whatever age I was, yeah. and I wasn't alive in the 80s, but because it was around me, I know so many songs from the 80s, and even mm-hmm. kind of going into a bit later of the conversation, as I was doing research, I was like, oh my God, this song, oh my God, that song, mm-hmm. and just realized that those artists had like, that's the thing in the 80s too, and even some of the 90s, like they give you an album, and if it's 20 songs, legit 17 of them could be singles.
2: Oh yeah, well, folks are like, putting real music together.
1: They was not just giving you two or three hits and then just filling up with other, you know, fillers. On they was giving you seventeen possible singles. <laughs> for, that's why they. That's why they wouldn't give you albums every year. They was going like two, three year breaks because I just gave you twenty hits. Mm-hmm. I'm only gonna put out maybe four, but I just gave you twenty of them joints. Oh yeah. So for me, I would say somewhere between mid '80s to late '90s for me. Would probably be my favorite era because okay. it's just so much. I mean, because you got to think about it, you got some overlap in there too. In that 80s, 90s, you got, you got black Michael Jackson. Yep. You got off the wall Michael. You know what I'm yep. saying? No, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You got Whitney at the height of her career. You got in the 80s, you got um some stevie wonder still in there you got some arito still in her prime in the Mm -hmm. 80s like you know there's so much and then like you said you transition to like the guy in the new jack swing and then we get introduced to bobby brown and then the late 90s you know i'm saying you get into um you know the swvs Mm -hmm. and like you said Mm -hmm. the brown sugars and all of that different type of stuff so it's just and then you have some of your older artists making you know i'm saying comebacks and it was just like Luther Vandross was still out here killing it yeah. in the 90s so it's just it was just it was just a time um yep. just a time to be alive mm-hmm. and to listen to music and enjoy um music. Brian, I I got a hard question for you. Go though. for it. What if you had to choose one song, one R&B song specifically that you would consider to be the soundtrack to your life up until today? What would that song be?
2: one r b song soundtrack of my life yep
1: like if you if if the brian biopic came out what is their opening song well
2: oh, that's really that's really tough and it's an
1: r b song r b song we, 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 we talk about rapping gospel and stuff on a later date an r b song Hmm.
2: Mm, boom, boom 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 boom. that's really difficult mm. like that that represents my life or just a song that like i can just I would love for no, yeah. Songs. Like
1: this is this is your biopic. This is the opening, this is the opening scene, bro. You gotta come out hard.
2: <laughs> it would have to be if it's gonna come out hard, it'd have to be. I'm from Cali. <laughs> it's gonna have to be a zap song, probably. <laughs> um, okay, zapp and roger. Yeah. Um Cali, more bounce at an ounce, maybe. Uh <laughs> like I'm just thinking like the vibe. Like from my from where I grew it? up, the vibe, my. No De no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> even though the barge had like some great like instrumentals. Like, that's
1: some great, that's some great, great songs. songs too.
2: Um, I think if it's like the vibe where I grew up, it might be like zap. Like that, that sound, that zap sound mm. was like a West Coast. Like even though but there was from Ohio. The song, what's the song, um, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> boom, More bounce to dance. More bounce. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. oh okay
1: yeah i know bum, bum,
2: bum, bum. yeah that probably be like you know army song cali vibe yeah more oh that's nice that's yeah. good what about okay. you
1: yeah opening song is going off with um love and
2: happiness oh that's a good something one. make you want to do or, wrong and make and you do I, can, right. I can see the the, the, the opening <laughs> scene uh-huh
1: oh. Bow, bow, bow. And it pays right into that that um that ho- that host that hospital room. My mama pushed me Yeah, out. That's a good one. That's it. That's a
2: good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good
1: song. hmm And what's what's gonna be what's gonna really make the scene is that my mama always said that my dad was doing like 100 miles per hour because he was at Westminster, Arkansas at my grandma's house, mm-hmm. trying to get to the hospital. So that's the that's him flying down the highway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can see, I can <laughs> trying see it to, now. Get to me.
1: Yeah, that's it. Little black boy born at 1205 a.m. <laughs> at the mid. <laughs> The Grady of Memphis. That's it. That's where I was born. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. Love and happiness, man. Without a shadow of a doubt. Um, all right. And lastly, before we go into <clears> our <throat> special treat of the night, mm-hmm. what song do you consider the greatest R&B song of all time? Greatest R&B? That's so time. I've already given you mine in a past episode. And I'm going to say it again tonight. Oh. Um, Weak the SWV, it is undefeated, nothing is beating weak yeah. ever. Ever.
2: That's a good word. You gave me an eyebrow raise when I said that. So no, I no, assume no. you <laughs> No, I, I I I said that because I, I didn't because it some things like like something that people say, I'm like, oh, I never thought about that being like the greatest song ever. <laughs> um but I Coco Coco Clemens is has the has a voice like none other. There's no one like that sings like that. Mm. Um I would probably say Never Too Much by Luther Vandross.
1: Oh, that's it's a that's a solid choice. That
2: song feels so good to me. Like if I had again so one song I can play, it might be never too much. It might be my mm-hmm. favorite song all time. Uh R and B song of all time.
1: Yeah. All right. So here we are. Now that we got that preliminary stuff out of the way. So, if you've been keeping up with the world since for about a year now, you know that we've been inundated with verses. Mm-hmm. versus as some people like to call it. Uh, Timbaland and Swiss Beast has been giving us the things. And, you know, what better way to kick off um, Black History Music Month um, other than a verses? Yeah. So, Brian and I are going head to head toe-to-toe in a versus we are doing um an r&b versus tonight so mm-hmm. tonight as you can probably tell it was all about r&b just the first genre that we're discussing here in um black music month and here are the parameters so y'all won't kill us later and say what we missed and what we didn't do so the parameters of said verses, because again we're not trying to be here for five hours okay um we're going to give you two songs a piece. Um, so four songs total in each category. Mm -hmm. Right, we're going head to head. We're starting off with um women's groups, uh men's groups, solo men, solo solo women. In those categories, Brian and I could have chosen from any era, Mm -hmm. any decade, the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, the two thousands. The song that came out yesterday, Mm -hmm. we could have done it all in those categories. The only thing that you have to do it has to be a woman's group, a man's group, uh, woman solo, men solo. Um, They could have features But it needed to be that artist right. Two songs a piece. Then we round out the verses By giving two songs Head to head battle In the decades And we started with the 70s The 80s The 90s The 2000s And did 2010 to present Brian has been wrecking his brain <laughs> I've been wrecking mine But my playlist is ready And because I am such a gentleman I am going to allow Brian To go first sure. And we are starting with um, women's group. Okay. Women's r <clears throat> You ready? Women's group r I'm ready. First song. First song on the board. <laughs> Man, I lost.
0: I just told you nothing's
1: beating this song. I'm going to play a song anyway. I'm
2: glad you said that because I was like, it was the number one song on my list. I'm, how many seconds are we getting?
1: Really I think that's... We, we, we can let this ride a little bit. That's okay. <laughs>
0: it's a feeling that I want to stay. I want to, to stay. As my heart stops. With all <laughs> loving I'm so loving you on oh, my, oh, my mind.
1: You gotta let the chords
2: ride. You gotta let that ride.
1: I get so, I get so me. I'm I can hardly. I, so I lose control. control. Shout out to Taj and Lily She's in the so back. Take <laughs> over me. I may
0: sing love. Stay with me. <laughs> <with> my me. <laughs> me
1: right off of My feet okay okay
2: way to, So, way to start the verses
1: <laughs> way to start it off so as a heads up we will not be playing every song that long we're only going to be giving about 10 seconds because we don't want to get in trouble no copyright infringements over here either <laughs> but I, we had to let that ride. so i had i had an swv song but i feel like i gotta come at you with something so i'm gonna give you i give you one of the greatest girl groups of all time. Okay. let me give you one of their songs
2: Ooh. That's good one Say a good version Say my name, You acting kinda shady Ain't
1: calling me baby no the sudden change
0: Say my name, say my name around you Say baby, I love you If you ain't running Say my name, say my name You acting kinda shady Ain't calling me baby say my name, say my name. You know
1: <laughs> Let's say My Name Destiny's Child Say My Name Destiny's Child Coachella version of the live version of That this is one of my favorite versions Of the song Um, But Brian Up on you bro I'm Number ready. two Let's do it okay. Women's group Let's go uh, I'm gonna
2: do a feel okay. good one Okay Takes a little while to get going because yeah, I don't know this
0: yet.
1: Okay. All right. So I'm ready for I'm ready for my number two. You know these girls are my favorite girls, so I had to bring them in here somehow since you stole week from me. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> These intros know they were long. Long, <laughs> brother. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where did you go?
0: God to blame me.
1: That you love me. That is I'm So Into You, SWV. (laughs) All right, Brian, you ready to get into the men's group? Yeah,
2: let's do it. Uh, Let's do this. Oh, Jesus, this is getting tough. (laughs) So this is men's group. (laughs) Men's group, yes. Song one. I'm going to go with this to make sure you don't play it.
1: i right, coming with the hit. Ready, ready, making it I'm you. Oh, yeah, take it down. Girl
2: I Girl, must, I must do. Do. I'm gonna stop there <laughs> I get no copyright infringement <laughs> We don't own the rights to these songs
1: We don't own the rights to any of these songs <laughs> But I got some for you Ooh. That's a good one
2: Intro, brother. <laughs> gotta jump to this. You gotta jump over there for that one. <laughs> Yes, sir. Ain't two hundred people better than Cisco and the Boys? Oh yeah, nah, nah. Um, Cisco and the Boys. And, and I'm gonna say this too. I, we saw them in concert, and they put mm-hmm. on a show. It's funny because oh, j- I can imagine jazz is too heavy, so he don't come out on this song. He come out like later on because he's just so big, he can't jump. But y'all said Drew Hill. <laughs> That's to Drew Hill. Okay, so All right. second one, still in men's group. Men's group. All right, here goes.
1: a good one. Uh, yeah. And my and, favorite part is do walk, do walk, I wanna love you. A good one. I wanna love you,
0: baby.
2: It's a good yeah. one. And, and and Charlie Charlie Wilson is, is singing on the song. Like oh he's singing. He's singing. <laughs> like I love it.
1: He's singing. Alright you ready? I'm I got ready. one for you. we <laughs> had to be on there. <laughs> you know I love Mr. Jody. <laughs> I've been,
0: been watching, watching you for so very long, <laughs> trying to get my nerve to, to be so strong, I really
1: want to be you, but I'm kind of sweet. Y'all know what that is. Come and talk to me about Jodeci. Y'all <sighs> don't know what it That's is. That's a good one. I don't know what it is. All right, we four in on the board. <laughs> We've knocked out Women's groups. That's a good one. Knocked out men's groups. Now you ready for women's solo. Yeah. Women's solo. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. All right. Go ahead, brother. Let's do it. Is that nippy? It is nippy.
2: The voice. I'm, I'm gonna stop it there.
1: I'm gonna stop it there. Yeah, stop it there. I'm about to go up. That's my
2: favorite uh, Whitney Houston song. Like that's a okay. yeah, that's a good number. That's when she was I doing the voice. Oh yeah, that's before she became a tenor.
1: Because she was a baritone before she left. <laughs> before she left this here earth. I look to you. I look to you. All right, you ready?
2: Mm-hmm. Mary J. <laughs> she was crooning
0: us in the beginning. I really want you to I really want to.
1: Bro, like, this is me, bro. Mary was in her
2: bag. Music. <laughs> music.
1: Music. All right, bro. All right. <laughs> round two. Um, well, Technically, this is round three.
2: Yeah, so we st- are, so we only, is it one song for women or?
1: No, it's two. It's two for okay. every
2: category. All right. So, all right, cool. So this one is going to be more like a John P. Key, just a favorite song. Okay. So this okay, is your John favorite P. song. My favorite. Okay. Song. Not a favorite song, but I'm putting a certain artist, my favorite, one of my favorite artists in there, but not my favorite female artists, but you gotcha. You're, Okay, I'm here. See if I know it. Okay,
0: it's
2: a good song though. It's a good song.
0: Please believe me.
2: She meant that thing. She sang the song. She sang the
1: doll crap out of this. We love Jasmine. We do.
0: I'm
2: gonna stop there. I'll I'll probably start doing karaoke so much better than him.
1: All right. I'm, I, I already got those queued up past the intro. Okay. You
2: ready? Mm-hmm. Mm. Tony.
1: That is my favorite Tony Braxton song. It's a good song. I don't know why this song about adultery speaks to me so bad. <laughs> but love should have brought Trump home. home last night. He should have been with me. Should have been right by my side. She's old oh, baby. <laughs> Listen, that baby face <laughs> is uh, he, a writer part excellent loss. He can write. He can write you a song. God can write
2: a song. He can
1: write a song.
2: Whew. He can write.
1: All right. Okay. okay, so there we go. It's round, what's that? Round three, solo women. All right, solo men. All Let's right. go, Brian. All right. Here goes. Ooh, this is just getting some good to me. So much good music.
2: These intro, these long intros, they just give it to you.
1: Oh, yeah. to love I probably should have fast-forwarded
2: It's uh, like a long intro, brother. <laughs> I
1: ever
2: love you, <laughs> Okay. It was like 40, 40 seconds of an intro, so... <laughs> So, Luther Vandross never too much. It's a good one. Got you.
1: All right. So, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a um I'm gonna
2: come back at you with Luther, okay? Oh, your favorite. Luther <laughs> Who's smoother than Luther Vandross? No one.
1: <laughs> Who's smoother than Luther? Nobody.
2: All right, Nobody. brother.
1: It's on you. All right, Second, please don't play that. <laughs> I, gotta- I will. I will shut this verses down. <laughs> All right, here goes. All right.
2: Get this
1: song all tonight. Oh, that's a good one, Brian. <laughs> Wait until
2: tonight, and I girl. That maybe the whole world because everybody needs oh, that's that pimping right there. It's a good one. Because it starts out so smooth. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to growl.
1: Mm, at the end, don't oh, it? Cold it's cold outside.
2: It's cold he had a cigarette in the studio <laughs> that night. <laughs> Dionne Warwick should have been on the song.
1: Oh yeah, she should have been on the remix <laughs> Yeah, just think you're lonely now All right Yeah She's
2: always
1: complaining about
2: to never being at home Oh never oh, mind, I'm gonna stop it there But that's it, you know, Bobby Womack When I Ain't There to Rub You it. it Back It's a good one though
1: Alright, you ready? I'm ready I'm gonna go a little bit earlier I mean later, close to our time Okay But this is a good one It's an iconic song
2: mm-hmm. yeah. That was, all, that was an honorable mention yeah. I'm just a dancer yeah. I'm looking
0: for a partner yeah. Someone who knows
1: how to ride yeah. Without even falling off Gotta be compatible. Take me to my limits. Okay. So this girl, when I break you off, I promise that you won't wanna get off. <laughs> That's if a good one. you're horny, let's do it. Ride it, my pony, my saddles, waiting, coming. Jump on it. <laughs> yes. Go
0: ahead.
1: That's Brian. a good
2: one. That was a good to me. That was a good one. All right. Here goes. And All right, so we're in the 70s now, right? We're in the 70s. This is where it gets a little we're rocky. In the 70s. It's a little rocky for All me right. because it was it was so many <laughs> songs to choose from. All right. And I'm gonna do this one. Uh this is late 70s. But it's a it's, so it's, a... Just,
1: it's just round five. Round five, song one.
2: Yep. Late, late 70s.
1: 70s. Let's go. Let's go.
2: Oh, you went almost 80 with us on this. 79. I hear you. 79. It counts. It counts. That music, man. 30
0: seconds. All
2: right, 30 seconds. Rock with you. Catch you. Michael Jackson. Let's go. 70s.
1: Let's go. It's my, here's mine. Whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a backup though.
1: Okay. Yes, sir. That is "As" by Stevie Wonder. The genius himself. That,
2: that was it. definitely on my <laughs> list of songs for the 70s. Listen, I told you to be prepared in case we had so you know, we had some crossover Oh yeah, here. I got some. I got some.
1: Here you go. All right.
2: Here you go. Come on. Hey, hey. Hey, what's uh, this I is a, done done, a sentimental song. Yeah, it. It's a good one.
0: Mm-hmm. All
1: right. All right. What's going so on? I was gonna go with one, but I gotta go with this. If so we didn't play no women, so I gotta bring, I gotta bring them in here. Okay. I gotta bring them in for the seventies. Gotta let them represent. Ooh. Shout out to the
2: emotions being better than the Supremes. <laughs>
1: Third, the best of my love are the Emotions. I stand on that hill, The Emotions were musically better than the Supremes. The Supremes was the was the better group in terms of like commercial success, but the Emotions had like them. They had the talent, the music, the songs, and
2: yeah, I'm not against that's what that. it is. I'm not. I'm not really a big fan. Uh, I'm not a big, really a big fan of the Supremes anyway. Um, Diana Ross's <laughs> voice ain't really doing for me.
1: Mm-mm. She out here sounding like um, 50-year-old Michael Jackson.
2: Oh, that was 80s? Wow. Okay. Yep. All right. So, 80s, bro. We're in the 80s now. let I think I might do an Audible. Um, who's my 80s? No, <laughs> I'm not, not going to do an Audible. I'm, I'm going to stick with what I got. All right. Well, stick um, to your list, man. This, stick to your list. Should I go to Audible or do... I'm, I'm going to do this one. It's fine. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs>
1: This is like one of my favorite Prince songs too
0: Oh yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) I would die for you It's a good one All right. well you know I'm coming back at you with a Prince Because I had one on my list Go for it (laughs) Good one Satisfied. She's never satisfied We scream at each other
2: This is what it sounds
1: like When doves cry That's a good one. <clears throat> That's a okay. Good one. You came with Prince. I had to come with Prince.
2: <laughs> so I had a song that I was going to do.
1: Ooh, my other 80s, I'm torn.
2: But I'm thinking <laughs> I might want to do an audible just to add a woman in here because I think okay. it deserves to be included. So here goes a good one another long intro oh Shaka!
1: <laughs> the woman with the most lyrics that I have the hardest time <laughs> understanding I oh, don't know what she be saying
2: it's all them drugs <laughs> 30 seconds in And and no no lyrics And no words But we got it (laughs) Yeah We got it Shaka come I'll tell you what my my other song was That I was gonna play After you play Okay
1: Okay So Which one do I wanna go with? Mm, I'm gonna go with this one because
2: Ooh Just that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> the way you hold me, the way you
1: yeah, me. you know, if you if you've ever watched um, Love and Basketball, the iconic dance, you know, it was there. But it's also just a really great song. I like "Guy." Okay. I had what, what 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 was the other one you
2: were gonna play? Well, "Guy" is a great song. I, that was one of my backups. Um, anything from them, but I was gonna play "My Prerogative by Bobby Brown.
1: Ah, so I got candy by cameo here.
2: Ooh, that's a good one. And my
1: one. Uh, my other backup was uh, caught up in the rapture by Auntie needle
2: Oh, and the <laughs> thing is, <laughs> she almost made my. She probably should have been my.
1: And your solo my women solo woman.
2: Yeah, me too. I, but I went with like the you know shout out because I ain't have anything else from Jazz in here. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: All right. Here's here's the here's the era, the nineties. This one was tough. So, so So many songs.
2: So one is going to be. Uh, okay, I'm not going to talk to them. I'll just let let, let, let the music play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I was just
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay. Okay. This is what we're doing. We're bringing out the big guns <laughs> Okay. I ain't really got nothing for that. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you the best that I can. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got can nothing for that one. I ain't got nothing for that, but I'm gonna give you something. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh, that was on my list, bro. You snatched it from me. <laughs> Do you remember? This is when he first started changing up his singing voice. Because he didn't yeah. want to sound like that on off the wall. No, nah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> ooh, Brian, that's oof. You, you you gave me a kill shot with that one? Yeah, I, I just I it, it's nothing I could play. It's not okay. How great the song is. There's nothing in the 90s, it's just like it's more, it's probably better songs, but nothing's more like iconic Mm-mm. than that. Like that defines the 90s. Yeah. While we came out in the 90s, like that song is like. Defining, it. Oh yeah, just... If
2: you go to a, a Black Day party, you gonna play you're gonna play that song. Then you gonna play that song, and we gonna
1: yeah. Sing. If you go to the club or anything today, they playing. Can yeah. we talk at some point? Yeah, and we're gonna sing, <sighs> and we're all gonna sing, and the DJ gonna cut it out so you he can hear us go at it. Yeah, <sighs> easy. yeah, easy. Go, Brian. Go, Brian. Okay, so go, Brian. This one,
2: this one again, another John P. Key is not a, a huge smash, um, okay. but it's a sentimental song that came out in the nineties.
0: Oh, this is a good one, though. Mm Mm
1: That was good. Let's go. Could you imagine if they would have gave us a joint album? Bruh,
2: I don't think the world would have been ready for that. Like, the world would crash. Yeah, my understanding for Q Tip, not Q Tip, uh, Questlove said that D'Angelo did her a favor by being on this album, and she was supposed to do him a favor and be on his album, but she never did the, she never returned the favor. So they only gave us one, one song, and that. But that's like a top. That's a good one. We said like one of my favorite songs. Like
1: that's, that's one of the best love songs ever. Oh yeah, like hands
2: down yeah we probably should have put duets in there because that probably would have been my duet category ooh ooh <laughs> I wish you would have said some <laughs> I'll stop out there right now an R&B
1: duet dang we might have to circle back and throw one in there real quick alright I'm gonna go a little raunchy and ratchet but it was the 90s okay. and it was it had all of us being very inappropriate at very young ages you ready mm-hmm. I wonder if she could tell I'm <laughs> right now hmm. yeah So inappropriate. Whole <laughs> song about direction. Right. Come on. Come on. Uh, yeah. All right. Hold on. Baby, when we're crying, right. I get so excited. All right. That's it. All right, Brian. We're in the 2000s. Right. So this 2000s for everybody. This is from 2000 to 2009. Those are out of 2000.
2: This is tough. Uh, but I'm going to go here, keeping in theme with. Uh, Neo Soul.
1: Okay. D'Angelo back to back. Mm-hmm. Whew. Such a good song. Mm-hmm.
2: All right.
1: Mm. Okay. So I'm going to go with a Neo Soul artist, but it was more of his one of, com- one of his more commercial hits. You ready? Go for it. All right. You love this guy.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it.
0: I'm
2: not going to play with you, Brian.
1: Let <laughs> be free to say, I did not come to play with you. <laughs> I came to a slay. <laughs> Music Soul Child's first debut single, mm-hmm. Just Friends. Um, everybody, they mama knew that <laughs> darn song.
2: Everybody know that song. Everybody knew that song. <laughs>
1: everybody know that song.
2: All right, so this came out in two thousand and one, and this is not going to be a mainstream song, but this is probably one of my favorite songs. Uh, again, it's, okay. another, it's another John P. Key song. Okay. Okay. Come on,
1: Jay. <laughs> this is black Hank. Uh-oh. slowly. It's definitely jumpy kid. <laughs> Come on.
2: So imagine a sex song with church. Because with- that's <laughs>
1: that's what that is. Yes. But Tank is a singer. Like he's he nasty, but that Negro
2: sings. He sings. Down. And this is the tank I miss. Down. That's the thing I miss where he's singing ballads. But it's a it's the song, it's a great song because it's it's real church. And at the end, he goes, take it to church. And then like the whoever playing the organ is like killing that thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and it climaxes with like the like, you know, like worship is like a climax in in terms yeah, of yeah. like a feeling, emotion. They, sure. They use that as like the thing to get them to the place. So I was like, you know, one of my it's a, it's an underrated song. People don't really know about it, but I like it a lot.
1: All right. So here's one that isn't like huge But it was a commercial success And this is kind of My jumpy key Because this is just One of my personal favorites Okay um, So But it's a It's, it's a very well known song But You know There were so many others You probably could pick For the 2000s But I Went with this instead
0: <laughs> what I did last
2: night
0: Say, a Still so high, in the
1: train. When I tell you, Brian, I love me some tweet.
2: I like tweet too.
1: The Southern Hummingbird. That girl sings, and I'm already super partial to a little raspy voice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she got I love it. Me some tweet, man. She, she got, got it. It. She sings that. I wish she would have had like better writers and stuff because she, like, she got it. We deserve to have more from her. Yeah, um, Southern
2: Hummingbird was a great album.
1: Yeah So 2010 to present
2: Alright so this is tough I'm gonna go Last round I'm gonna go closer to present And I'm gonna end with uh Closer to the 2010 So here goes one And this is just Because I love her
1: Okay You love her Or you love her
2: oh, I love Her <laughs> 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 Both <laughs>
1: It's a good song. This is like everybody getting married to this now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a
0: good
1: song. is Isn't this like her and um Daniel? Caesar. Is it Daniel Caesar? And
0: it don't if I head in my way.
2: Sing that's the part. Bring that note from the bottom. I love if it. All right. Um. So I'm
1: gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go new.
2: Okay.
0: You say that oh, I've been acting different, yeah. Funny how I call flip the script on you. When you the one who's double dipping, yeah. You so slap the how I caught the slippin' uh you're off the lease, run me my keys, over poppin' up the hitty. I ain't even got the mouse of trip on ya. New phone. Who is this? Brand new, like the wheel,
1: uh,
2: that is That's a good Sullivan. one Pick up your sit on it, it, it just came is out. This, yeah sit on It is the song though she talked all that talk
1: oh yeah her already did that yep. all, all right. right last song Brian
2: last song so this is like this is my John picky song um, okay but this is a good song 2011.
0: this ain't John P.G. This is a good one. All
2: right. She Ain't You by Chris Brown, 2011. Um, I had to put Breezy on here somewhere, and that was my kind of where i started out with swv i'm ending with an SAV type song um so there goes that
1: all right so to stay in that vein i started off with desi child i'm gonna do this one for the culture
0: <laughs> oh yeah i hate you wait a minute
1: Remember, she threw the thing the church to the end star modulate. <laughs>
2: That's the queen. And
1: she performed it for the first time pregnant.
2: <laughs> didn't she? That was killing it. She's the queen. Jesus
1: Christ. She had gospel artists remixing the thing. It was just that was a song.
2: Yeah, she's amazing. Um, she, I love but her. But
1: bro, this was this was fun. It was. And to everybody who's hate right now say, Oh, y'all didn't play this, y'all didn't play that. Like, Brian probably could see. I got Ella May on here. I got Chris Brown on here. I got some Anthony Hamilton on here. It's a lot. Um, I got. I had some backups. I had some Jackson Five on here. I had Usher "Nice and Slow" in there for my solo males. Um, but you know, you know, I just I went with I went with how I was feeling in the moment. But yeah. when you can only pick two songs from a decade,
2: that's a lot,
1: or, or two songs from like all the, like, because SWV is one group but they have, like, we saw their verses. They got hits, right? Hits. You know what I'm saying? Like, Destiny Child got hits, you know what I'm saying? Even Like, we didn't throw In Vogue in there and that's one of, like, and probably... Has hits. Like, yeah, me and Brian's probably one of our least favorite girl groups but they still got... No, they got hits. Hits. Like, yeah. we didn't hit the Supremes, you know what I'm saying? They got hits. We didn't hit Gladys Knight. We didn't hit, like, you know what I'm saying? I got Aretha on my list but she didn't make the play, you know? So, anyway, uh it's just hard and I'm sure if you had to do Two songs from each category. Um, Brian, let's do this without the fly though, because I love the idea. Okay. Let's do, let's give them two duets. Oh, two duets. Oof. Two duets.
2: <laughs> from any era. Two duets. Okay. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Okay. You going first or I'm going first? Um, I ain't
1: found one yet, so go for it all
2: right uh oh i'm trying to think should i do some jumpy keys or should i do some like i'm just gonna do um okay i'm gonna go with this one i love love a good intro
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's one of
2: the best. Do it. hmm. The intro's so long now. Come on now. Mm hmm.
0: That's good.
1: All right. I got one. You ready? Mm hmm.
2: Good one. That's a good one.
1: We never were yeah, man. Deborah Cox is a
2: singer, man. Singer. Sure. Yes, okay. sir. Here goes one. And this is an unconventional duet, but it's a duet nonetheless. Okay. Which means it's two people singing on the same song, right? That's a duet. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
0: Control, you know?
2: mm-hmm. Faded Pictures. Faded Pictures, Joe and Case. That's it's not a man hey, and woman, it. but that's a good song, though.
1: Duet is a duet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do another man and woman, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end it with this one. <clears throat>
0: Good
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I oh, a minute. Can we just do this for for some for some um
2: overtime? Yeah, I got an overtime song too. So okay, go
1: ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm, right, while I'm, I'm queuing it up. Is this a duet or is this just an Overtime song? Overtime song. Okay.
2: Overtime song. It with my boy Luke. Three, you know what I'm saying? Because we will be knocking boots. <laughs> I'm going to say this. That's top five favorite song. Like, I don't know. I shouldn't have been singing that song when it came out, but I love it. Oh, yeah. not even singing many of the songs. I shouldn't have been singing that song, but I love it.
1: All right. So here's a Overtime duet song. Intros. Wait a minute. Change, change. <laughs> With
0: every
1: measure. Fire and desire.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> Taste the teardrop stains.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they was on that booger sugar when they was recording. The right, yeah. All that cocaine. That's what they were talking about. That fire desire. Baby. Oh man, saw this was
0: this was good.
1: There's so many other songs that we could pull out. Listen, we would be here forever,
2: all rocking day with y'all. And let's just let's think about this. We just played. You played what? 20 songs i played 20 um, songs? or 10 and 10 how was close it?
1: let me see 2 4, 6, 8, 10 12 14 16 18 so we did 18 songs
2: and we did a couple of overtime. so yeah about 20 so think about this that didn't even scratch the surface of the amazing legacy yeah that not at all black people we've created we didn't go through the motown just we could have just played motown songs and that would have been here all oh day.
1: yeah we could have stayed in one of these decades.
2: Yeah, and, in and this, been here all day. We ain't played none of the band songs, none of the funk like you know, Earth Wind and Fire, which is R and B. I just, there. I knew you was gonna give me some Earth Wind and Fire, but I, I am so surprised, right? That's what I'm saying. This, I was expecting it was so hard because I, I like musicality. I like music. Uh, for as a person, I mm-hmm. can't play music. I love like bands and music. I ain't played any Gap Band. Like Gap Band is my my thing. So mm-hmm. I'm just you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sh- kind of shocked with myself. Ohio players, you know. I ain't oh, played, yeah. I ain't the played spinners. The spinners. Touch it back
1: all Because we didn't uh, even touch the 60s. And no, that's, a whole, that's a whole era within itself. We missed the Temptations. We missed early Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Yeah.
2: We didn't play no Four Tops. We ain't played. No Patti
1: no, LaBelle. There's a lot
2: we didn't play. You know, Gladys mm-hmm. Knight. Like, there's I so love so,
1: Mid- Midnight Train to Georgia. That thing is so heartfelt, Reverend, that thing, she said, L.A., talking about your city, proved too much for the man, <laughs> he couldn't make it, so he's going back to a life he used to know, and she said, she followed that man, <laughs>
2: that
1: thing is stirring me up, right? she loved that man,
2: did you play you any, um...
1: you don't heard no love songs like that no more, what's up, did you play Al Green? I, I so he was on my list. So the only reason why I omitted him because I acknowledged him in the soundtrack of my life. Okay. Otherwise, I would have played. That's him. your man. That's your um, guy. That's my guy. I love me Reverend Al Green. He's trust. Trust me. He was on the list like twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you start playing, so I was like, I got, I got to come with something <laughs> like on the same level. Um, it was good, man. And I and I can like, even though you and I aren't artists, I can see now. I know we, like, we judge it from the outside with verses, but, like, being in one, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, using air quotes here, I can see how it's tough to pick, like, 20 of your favorite songs, Mm -hmm. like, because, like, to your point, you might want to go sentimental, but at the same time, it is a, quote-unquote, competition, so you want to, like, throw the bangers out there, Mm -hmm. but... it's just so much good music in this world. And I'm so happy for black people and with our contribution to music, but specifically
2: Aura and the Mm B.
1: Brian, anything you else want to add about R&B and the love of music and the history of it?
2: Uh, It's just amazing. Uh, Salute to our ancestors, salute to all those who came before us and made great timeless music. All the music that we've listened to tonight is pretty much timeless. Like you can listen to it forever. So I'm excited about it. Uh, So other than that, let's go on to I Am A Brother's Keeper. Sound good? Let's do it, brother. Let's do it.
0: Woo sa!
2: Woo sa! All right, we are here at I am my brother's keeper Black Man Self Care where we talk about all the things that we do to take care of our black selves. So, Joshua, what are, do you have planned to take care of yourself? Um,
1: yeah, so I'm actually going to pour out my love on my children. So, Jaden's we're recording this a, a day earlier today, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jaden's birthday is tomorrow. He'll be the big 7.
2: Awesome. On June
1: 2nd. Uh, so this weekend, I'm just going to, well, actually tomorrow, I'm spending some time with him. Um, I'll be with him all day, me and him. And so we're going to, you know, um, go out to eat and probably go to Dave and Buster's and play some video games. Just have a good time. Then this weekend, he's doing this little shindig. And um, yeah, so that's going to be it. Just doing the dad thing and really um, pouring out on Jaden and, you know, sending him on to the big seven. Wonderful. So that's going to be that going to be super dangerous weekend. How about you, bro?
2: Uh, Not necessarily this weekend, but I am. That's the reason why we're recording early is because I'm going to pay my respects to the icon, Joyce Rogers. So going to Dallas, go, you know, pay some respects. Um, and then after that, we're going to spend some time in Dallas just hang out. We've never been to Dallas before. So me and my wife are going to hang out, do some things. I'm um, hopefully you can find a place to get my nails and my feet done because it's been a long time uh, and it's in this past past due um because at times when I said I was gonna do before I never got a chance to do it so I'm gonna try to do it now no kids just me and my wife so I'm excited and looking forward to that uh but I'm excited about that so um That's
1: what's up. And if y'all are doing some great stuff, be sure to send it in. Send it to um, askthegigsaw at gmail.com or the Jigsaw podcast at gmail.com. Whichever one you feel more comfortable writing it (laughs) to. We would love to highlight some of the things you're doing for Mm self-care. And um, we'll be sure to shout you out on the show. Brian, anything in the P.O. box? Let's see. Did Rodney come send
2: us something? (laughs) We do have something. So, yes, 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 yes. We have something. All right, let's go on down over there.
1: All right, good people. We are here at the Post Office Box, and Ryan Jenkins has made his delivery on time as usual. (laughs) Um, Just be sure, if you want to be included in the show, you can write in to ask. This one is specifically to ask. TheJigsaw (laughs) at gmail.com. We will read your letter possibly out loud here on the show, give you a pseudonym, and give you the best advice we can give you. We do not have Randy here tonight, so you are stuck with us and our ratchet little advice. Ryan. (laughs)
2: Who do we have and what do they want? All right. So we do have, <clears throat> excuse me, we do have a letter in the P.O. box and we're going to need uh, a name. Pronouns are he, him.
1: Mm. Mm. Let's see here.
2: Gerald Levert. Gerald Levert. It's r It's RB and <laughs> it's, R&B, it's, R&B <laughs> it's, it's, it's RB night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, r night. All right. So Gerald Levert. Levert. <laughs> uh My body all over your body. Shout out to
1: LSG. Yeah, LSG
2: was a, was a vibe for love. Mm. Even though Keith Boy was in the group, I it enjoyed LSG. It still was a thing.
1: I enjoyed LSG too. All
2: right. So, <laughs> um... Joe Levert writes, loving the podcast, I look for it in my podcast feed during Monday, during my morning. excuse me, read, read, read the skin, blah, 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 blah. All right, so loving the podcast, I look for it in my podcast feed during my morning coffee at work. My coworkers and I have had many important conversations sparked by your topics and opinions, so thanks. Okay, to my question, I work full time right now and I recently committed to getting out there, getting out of the rat race. I decided I would do an inventory of my skills, abilities, and passions to see what I could leverage for financial gain, control of my time, and most importantly, fulfillment of my purpose. My mind was immediately flooded with ideas, but then I recalled a piece of advice I received that you should have one focus and give that your all rather than be a jack of all trades and a master of none. This advice sounds good, but it is going against my current impulse to get started with at least two of my side two of my ideas, three at max. I realize it may sound like a lot, but I guess I just don't want to limit myself. But at the same time, I want to be practical in my approach. What would you say is the best approach in this case, Gerald LeVert?
1: Mm. Um, I could jump in there real fast. I think my approach would be to while you're doing, you said you did the inventory of your skills and all that kind of stuff. Do inventory of your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you have going on? And do you have the capacity realistically um, to do? When I say capacity, um, you sound like you're ready to jump right out of the workforce and go straight into entrepreneurship, which is cool. But if you don't have the financial backing to be able to support that, then it's not going to be so cool after a while. Um, so I think you want to be able to like really create a plan about when you want to take the leap. And when I say create a plan, I don't mean looking for what you consider to be the perfect moment. What I mean is that just realistically mapping out, what is it going to take to launch this business? Do I have the financial resources to maintain um, what I want to do if I launch out here? Or do I want to take the time and wait and build and scale it to a place where I can quit my job? Um, so, I would say master your master your ideas, turn them into side hustles and let those side hustles make money for you. And eventually one of them will blossom up with the right amount of work and dedication and forethought and all that kind of stuff if you allow them to. I don't think that there's anything wrong with trying to jump into entrepreneurship. I don't think entrepreneurship is for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should have an entrepreneurial type of mindset mm-hmm. to have ownership of their life and their finances and kind of... You know, control where their money goes and how it works for them. But I don't think actual entrepreneurship is for everyone. Um, So really dig into why you want to jump into it, what your passions are. Maybe you find a nine to five that better aligns with what you want to do. I don't know. But what I will say is that it really takes some time to think through it, pray through it, create a plan, figure out your resources, figure out your capacity, and um, go from there, brother.
2: Uh, I would agree. And this is coming from somebody who's extremely safe. So I'm the type of person I would say is if you have these side dreams and things that you want to do, uh, I agree with the ability of it all. So if you can find something that will allow you to get a stable paycheck while you're working on your side hustles uh, and then once your side hustles kind of get to where they need to be, uh, take the leap. Or but some people say, you know, what, I'm just going to go with plan A, which is my side hustles, and I'm going to just jump and just do it and then not have a plan B. Do that as what as well if you want to do that. Um, but it does kind of seem like you have two, three ideas. So you might have to f- kind of fish those things out or yeah like, or flush those things out and figure out like what um ideas could potentially prosper the most in terms yeah. of provide an opportunity to pay for the other other dreams. Again, that's what I'm a type of person, I believe, I have the nine to five to fund uh, the other ideas to get those off the ground and then Go out on your own and do what you want to do. So that's just my advice. Again, we're not brandy and we're not clinical therapists and licensed and stuff like that. But this is, you know, this is us. You this is the jigsaw you asked us. You this asked us. So here goes the answer. So keep asking us questions, ask the jigsaw and we will answer your questions to the best of our abilities. All right, that's all I got, Brian. You ready for a greater conversation? Um, I think. Are you ready? Because I think you have something that you wanted to get off your chest. And last week I gave it to you, but I think you have something this week as well.
1: Um, sure, I can do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All
0: right. Let me talk.
1: Let me talk.
2: All right, we're here to create a conversation where we get some things off of our chests, and we had a conversation today, Joshua. And yes, there's we did. something that happened today. Yes, it did. And I would love for you to, you don't necessarily have to tell people what happened if you, unless you don't want to, but I think you've got to read the folks for the filth that they are um, now that you're free. And whom the sun has set free. Yes. Is free indeed. Yes.
1: yes. I quit my job today. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I quit. Effective immediately, I quit. I quit. I vacillated with the type of notice that I was going to give. And after a series of interactions, and um, attempting to think through what a conversation looked like and attempting to have a conversation, um, you know, it was it was incumbent upon me to do what I needed to do because the parties in question did not care about me as an employee. Um, so, like I did last week, let me just read you the correspondence. Oh, oh Lord,
2: Buck <laughs> <Walk> your seatbelts, <laughs> read,
1: folks. Read you the correspondence. All righty. So it says, dear... Employer. Based on a gross mismatch between myself and your company, I am ending my employment with said company. While I acknowledge that I am not above reproach. What is consistently unacceptable is the crass nature of management, poor work culture, minimal flexibility microaggressions, and disregard for proper training and onboarding. Several moments can be identified where you were abrasive and rude in conversation and remarks, provided little to no context for explanations, and made corrections, quotes, with with the very same mistakes that you attempted to rectify. Uh, This is no excuse for any errors. It is difficult to accept feedback that doesn't acknowledge the rules and perspectives that are being dished out. Correcting a minor spelling error with a plethora of spelling errors, or publishing reports with grammatical errors and typos. Many previous reports you've written had these issues. Lastly, while I was (laughs) able to comprehend your reasoning, reducing my salary—they cut my salary, y'all—reducing my salary was the final straw. In terms of my continual employment, I cannot in good conscience remain with a firm that does not ha- value me as an employee or a person. Furthermore, the role of market analyst does not align with my long-term career goals. Therefore, this correspondence serves as my immediate letter of resignation. Um, my company credit card is located in the top drawer of my desk. My email account has been deleted <laughs> from my phone. And any blank materials and information are on my desktop or the server. Regards joshua rogers so just like last week i told you employees don't be advertising your little forty thousand dollar job to eighty thousand dollar people this week i'm telling you to take care of your people i do not care uh what the job is um make sure you take care of your people but what i want to more specifically talk through are the the actual employees mm-hmm. put yourself first yep. put your mental health first i wanted i actually really thought about giving them at least a notice to the end of the week but my mental health was paramount. Uh, my friends, my family could hear me uh, sound joyless every day, every day after being <laughs> at that place. I had zero joy there, so I had to yep. do what was best for me and my Got mental you. health. Um, so I let them know, and then I sent that letter as a follow up to let them know that hey, I will not be returning. Whatever reports that are not written, whatever's there, you have to deal with. This. It's no longer my issue. You don't care about me. I don't care about your reports. So. That is that. Um, goodbye to all of the, the microaggressions and the white people who do not care about who I am or what I bring to the table. Um, so, yeah, so I'm a ride out. Uh, my next job doesn't start until, you know, a couple of weeks. So I'm going to be, uh, you know, out here doing the things, chilling and, you know, having fun, loving God <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, working out probably twice a twice a day. Mm-hmm. You know, in the meantime. So enjoying the things. Uh enjoying the things. Taking care of myself, loving on me. Um, so with that being said, understood, and accepted, that wraps up another episode of Just Off Podcast. I'm gonna keep it short, cute, cool, you know, short, cute. Unless Brian, you got something to rant about.
2: No, it's just right. Oh, it, side, you know. note. Uh, side
1: note, um, side note, because where what? where we do that Mississippi. Don't you be taking the validatory and salutatory spot for these girls, oh, black girls? Yes.
2: They did that. They, okay, so uh Mississippi, I can't remember <laughs> who it was, but y'all are extremely trash. This high school yes, uh, a black two black women uh were yes. the validatory and the salutatory. Okay. Yes. Mind you, this is Mississippi, one of the most racist places in terms of history of the United States. All right, so um they have these things called QB Q not QBI. Uh QBA, right? Um Mm-hmm. and, and GPA, like that, yeah. QPA and GPA, quality, um, percentage, average, whatever it is. But basically what happened is um, at the senior awards ceremony, they announced that these two black girls uh, were going to be the valedictorian and the salutatorian. All right. So I'm sure behind the scenes, some of the other folks were complaining and saying that their children deserve to be uh, the valedictorian and salutatorian. So they say, you know, we're going to have to honor these other kids who had high GPAs um, as well. And of course they were of other, you know, descent. And to me, that was extremely terrible. Um, It was, it, if that were the case, then why didn't y'all make this decision much earlier during the senior awards? Why would y'all make this decision? I think the day or the day before graduation, I believe that these parents of these folks they called out to somebody and said, well, why are these people the valuatory and salutatorian? Because they wanted only on their little transcripts or whoever or to say, hey, they were the people who were in charge uh, or not in charge, but were the people who had the best grades and all that kind of stuff. But my understanding is that QPA uh, includes like honors classes and stuff like that. And you get certain points for however you graded, uh, graded well in honors classes and stuff like that. So which means they probably did better than the other kids with the GPA. Um But, you know, here we are. So that was terrible. That was trash. We all understand what the situation was. It's in Mississippi. I'm sure you can pretty understand what, uh, uh, who the other people were um, that they made the last minute decision for. Whites. Yeah. So that's not cool. Sorry to those young ladies who worked extremely hard. I'm not saying those people didn't work hard as well. But uh, if y'all want to make the decision as the school, why didn't you make this decision earlier? Why would you wait to the last minute to make the decision Seems to me that there was some type of pressure there because you do not want to have uh, a black valedictorian and salutatorian. You wanted to have some other type of folks there represented as well. Um, and
1: That's it, what it really boiled down to because likely you probably used a QPA or whatever to determine your valedictorian salutatorian which you did. Mm-hmm. And when you find out that you know that it was two black women you decide, you know what? Let's look at the, the just the standard GPA this year. Yeah. And you kind of mixed it up. So forget y'all i hope you lose some of your funding um yeah that wraps that wraps up another episode of the uh, podcast again thank you all for listening thank you all for rocking with us we are a one year old baby toddler we have like a Mm -hmm. couple of teeth coming in we can now do regular milk instead of similac um you know we're starting to get potty trained that's what one year old looks like and we appreciate y'all we love y'all um brian tell them what they could do to help keep pushing and support
2: as always continue to rate us five stars or nothing at all uh comment subscribe share like uh follow us the jigsaw podcast follow i am josh rogers i am brian hair on all the things and we will maybe follow you back uh we love you we appreciate (laughs) you uh thank you for being great support system we honor you for all the things that you're doing and before we head out this door yeah, listening to the sweet sounds of just beautiful black R and B. Josh, please tell the people what they need to do.
1: Never can say goodbye. No, 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 Never can say
0: goodbye.
1: Okay. Bye, y'all. I ain't even got it. Bye. That was the ending.
2: Don't get caught your work undone. Bye. See y'all. Love y'all.